Come on, girls, let's get the boots on. You feel like playing after that, surely. I love rugby league. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Oh, how good's that? Big League Magazine, run to the finals podcast. We're at round 24, and yet we're no closer to knowing who's going to win the competition, let alone being the eight. It's such a tight one. It's brought to you by Slater and Gordon. If you've got a legal issue to tackle, give Slater and Gordon a call on one 555 Maria Cialis, editor of Big League Magazine. Pam Wiley, senior writer, Big League Magazine. Welcome, uh, girls, to uh, the week that was and, uh, and looking forward as well. Uh, anything catch the eye and particularly over the course of round 23 or, or looking into round 24? That is a great question. Thank you. It's also a question without um, notice I too. wish I had prepared better for that. <laughs> um, no, my, my thing I keep talking about is uh, Josh Hodgson taking pleading no contest to his charge at the judiciary, mm. obviously wiping off all his carryover points, uh, also wiping off three daily end points. And as we know, he was very close to the top there. Very selfless act. It is. Very team first yep. Yep. Uh, act from uh, Josh Hodgson. So good on him. Yeah, it's also funny because you kind of go, Oh well, just in case I whack anybody else, let me let me clear these points off. So, oh, it could be just in case I accidentally touch a referee or yeah, something all that. Like yeah, that. Good right. point, yeah. Pam. Just yeah. in case I accident as hit well. someone high and break their jaw in three places and or don't two get places, the and uh, don't get the downgrade. So he did get the downgrade. Uh, Ryan James uh, from careless grade two to careless grade one. So found guilty. At the judiciary, uh, but downgraded, which means he only has 90 carryover points and he plays this week. Thoughts? Um, My thought is um, he's one of the more penalised players in the competition as well, so I think those carryover points could come back to hurt him, even though um, he's kind of got away with it this week. It could be they could definitely come back to hurt him if the Titans keep rolling on. Mm. Um, But I I just find it really confusing uh, how this is happened i mean there you know you have someone like tyson frizzell missing a week for accidental contact with or, or incidental contact or whatever with the yep. with the referee um you have wade graham missing an origin game through a i think that was a grade two as well and he didn't get the downgrade yep. um yeah it's it's very confusing but then you have james tedesco with a broken jaw who um obviously is wiped out for four to six weeks and um, I think yeah. conf- confusing is the right word. Confusing yeah. and, and, and in, in, I've been such a strong advocate of this judiciary system. It's so strong that it was picked up by the AFL. Like the AFL liked the rugby league judiciary system so much that they used it themselves with the carryover points and the loading and, and prior similars and prior non-similars and all that sort of thing. So the system's fine. The problem is, is the application of the system in certain situations. The reason Ryan James was able to get off is because Marty Tapau had his tackle at a grade two. Grade two, careless. So if we look at careless, reckless and intentional, five grades, there's 15 grades of high tackle. That's the second lowest for that tackle that he did back at Brookvale Oval uh, against Jack Bird. Um, So once you've gone to the judiciary and once that's been accepted as guilt, they're the only ones you can use as a similar... Precedent. uh, As a precedent, exactly. So if I'm Ryan James walking in there, my, my... uh, fist isn't closed. Um, there's no, literally no time that I can change my dis- my tackle decision. So, of course, I'm going to get downgraded because Marty to Powers was grade two. So, if you're calling mine, uh, looking at my tackle, it's less than that. It's, it's not as bad as that. So, you can only go to grade one. That's the problem. That's the problem. And then when you line it up with the Tyson Frizzell stuff and the touching the referee and all of that stuff, how about poor old Charlie Gubb 
Yeah. yeah. He comes up with a shoulder charge that sort of doesn't work. It doesn't hurt anyone. It doesn't, you know, it sort of flies off in the wet over there in Perth. He gets seven weeks. I do think, though, a lot of people have been saying, um, a lot of people have been saying, I hate when journalists say that, but they have, about um, whether you should take injury into account um, for these tackles. And I, I highly disagree with that. I'm a firm believer you shouldn't. Yeah, because, you know, you might um, you might hit someone very hard, very high, you know, it, it could be terrible and they could not get injured. So yes. you should yes. still be educated, you know, on the tackle itself, I think. But the problem is they've done that previously. Yeah. Case yeah. in point, Jordan McLean. Yeah, exactly. That's so, exactly but, right. But how do you work this out? A broken neck yeah. to Alex McKinnon is worth four weeks. Yeah, six weeks. It was six. I, I thought he got yeah. Yeah, he got seven weeks in total. Oh, and I think four right. of them were for, but right. you know, either or, like six, you know, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But... You're right. Just because Jack Bird's jaw is a little bit stronger than James Tedesco's hit at the wrong angle or whatever it is, that that should not impact on the outcome. I, I totally agree with you on that one. Are uh, you saying James Tedesco has a glass jaw? Yes. Okay. He does now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, James. Yeah. <laughs> Poor James. Poor James. The, the, the beauty of it is it's not a sport today. that's going to be targeted yeah. much, <laughs> yeah. like boxing or anything like that. Uh, Kieran Foran to the Warriors. Uh, we're thinking probably about half the price of what he was being paid at Parramatta. Does this is this a solution for Kieran Foran? Like, what, how do we see an outcome for this? I think um, so. This was reported by the Telly earlier this week. Yeah. I think that um, it sounds like Kieran Foran still has a lot of issues to deal with. I think if he did go over there, it probably would help that he was out of the limelight. But also, you can get away with a lot of stuff if you're out of the limelight. So, um, I feel like the worry is if it was to happen, need to make sure he's. Doing certain things. And the right parameters. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think it would probably be a better move than going to a Sydney club. Going to somewhere like the Bulldogs, you're just, you're everywhere all the time. People yeah. know what you're doing all the time. Yeah. High profile yeah. club. Yeah. Um, I, I totally agree. I think that going over to New Zealand, like, it, it just bothers me that we're talking about this stuff now, you know? Like, when mm. it just really is, it's not the right time. Like, let's just let him heal. Let's just let him do what he needs to do. And if he needs to come back into footy to feel good about himself again and to have some sort of normality around his life and routine and structure and all that kind of stuff, that's really great. But I just don't think it's the time that people should be kind of throwing his his name up, you know? Totally it's, agree with that. Yeah. Football is so secondary. It's so secondary. To everything else in his like, life. Like, who cares yeah. about football, really, um, when someone's life is at stake? Is there a game this week that doesn't matter? No. Nope. They're unbelievable, some of the contests, the, the impact that they're going to have on the eight and so forth. So, I mean, you're getting that... Not only because we're at this stage of the year, but also because of the nature of the competition where they're at, the 10 teams that are involved. Uh, in, well, actually, you probably stretched that out to 11, given the Dragons' great victory last week. So, I mean, I don't mean it's a long shot, but and they need to win games like 60 to nil. But, <laughs> yeah. um, which but they can still cause do. some headaches for some of the other teams who are, coming, who are coming through. Well, look at all the headaches that have been caused by, say, the Roosters down there. Um, Parramatta fell off a, a little bit. Um, but, you know... The Rabbitohs? The Rabbitohs. The mm-hmm. Rabbitohs. Yeah. What a spanner. Yeah. They didn't just beat the Warriors. They flogged the Warriors over there. So that's significant in itself. Uh, you'll be very happy about this, Maria. Josh Jackson signs for another four years. Are you a Josh Jackson fan? Yeah, I think he's great. Four years is a long contract. Don't you think? Well, yes, but I was reading today as well. He hasn't missed a game um, through injury since the 20s. 
Yeah, missed that, one game. Yeah, okay. Great. Yeah. That's great. Cr- I'm glad they wrote that because he's going to get <laughs> through the weekend fine. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> oh, 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 no. Oh, no. It wasn't my fault. It's a, they've put the them telegraph. They've yeah. put it on the telegraph. Dean Ritchie. You want to see a club where players rarely miss games. Mm-hmm. True. Have, have, a, have a guess. Which, which is the club that I, I think is the best in the league? And I think it's reflective of how. Uh, dedicated and professional their players are and, of course, their staff. Mm-hmm. I don't want to guess wrong now. Okay. Is it the Cowboys? Wrong. Damn. <laughs> the Storm. Oh. Oh. Have a look at the Melbourne Storm and have a look at all those players. Your, your uh, Tahu Harris, Kevin Proctor, Dale Finucane, um, and, and most notably Cameron Smith, Cooper Cronk, to a lesser degree, Billy Slater. But you have a look at their through their period of time. They have played over 20 games for the Storm their entire career since they debuted, add to that test matches and state of origins, it is incredible how good they are, and, and, and this is a reflection on the players and the club, of getting back onto the field. Mm-hmm. They are amazing at doing that. Uh, and, and I don't. I, I think Tony Ayub was the uh, physio down there, and from what I understand, he used to go to the players' house, sit down, have a meal with them, and then treat them all night yeah. just to get them on the field. Like that's that's how dedicated that staff was. Um, so, yeah, Josh Jackson, four years, 2.4. 600 grand a year for Josh Jackson? Dog's going to have to get rid of some people soon, you think? Uh, you'd think Tony Williams, Tony Williams would, wouldn't yeah. be resigned. So he's getting Tony Williams' money. Yeah. So if you're a Dogs fan, you go, I'm getting Josh Jackson for the same money as Tony Williams. Fair deal. Fair. Tony, oh, I don't know. No, that's entirely fair. And, I mean, Josh Jackson can play various positions yeah, as well. I, he's killed in that halfback. I mean, he's he's like, a clear future captain of the club. Bingo. That's, yeah. that's it. Culture yeah. of the club. Yeah. If, if you look at that non-football, off-field yeah. sort of stuff, then I don't know uh, Josh Jackson, but I reckon he, he strikes me as that sort of guy, dedicated sort of guy. Now, the bloke at the other end of his career, Ben Cray, announced his retirement. Um, played a lot of games. Yeah. Started off on the ding-a-ling. Well, he's played 270 games and he probably won't be – he won't play anymore this year, so he'll finish three short of um, Ben Hornby, yes. who was the previous captain who holds the club record for the most games. So a bit sad that he couldn't quite crack – that record, but Ben Holby will be happy, and <laughs> <laughs> and Ben Cray will go out. You know, he's had a fine career. He's a very a- good career. Yeah, know, I think he got better as a middle forward the more his career went on. You know, he was that edge forward for a long, 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 long time, and then became a middle forward um, and won a premiership. Yeah, so, you know, um, state of origin Australian representation. So that is a fine career, whichever way you look at it. Matt Orford's been in the news too. Blood clot after a hip surgery. Yeah, man, he's thirty-eight years of age. Times. Yeah, thoughts and prayers with uh, Matty Orford and his family as well. And just while we're on that too, uh, Ken Thornett, um, a legendary Australian rugby league player, named in the top 100 players of all time when the centenary uh, celebrations were on in uh, 2008, uh, a.k.a. the mayor of Parramatta. Yeah, um, we were only talking about him the other week. Yeah. Didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and we were talking about he never dropped a ball with yeah. Leeds. Yeah, there you go. And, uh, yeah, Paul Kent writes about it in, uh, in an article in the Daily Telegraph uh, during the course of the week. And, yeah, he, he's... You just look at those numbers around him. They ran last for six years and then he went to the club yeah. and immediately made the semifinals and then they didn't miss the semifinals until he left the club. Amazing. Like, the influence that a player can, can yes. really have and it just it shows there might be one person but they can have a huge influence on a club. And a part of the 1963-64 Kangaroo Tour, the legendary tour where they had that famous victory at Swinton where they won by 50, 52 to nil, I think, or 52 to three and... The Thornett brothers, Ken and Dick, both scored tries. 
in that game. So uh, uh, legendary family. So uh, yeah, thoughts are with the, the Thornet family at this difficult time as well. And, and just before we go to a break, um, the Green Machine. The Green Machine. On Monday night. Like, what can't they do? I love them. If you don't have a team in the finals, yes. this is your team, right? What if about the Sharks? Ha- if you have a team in the finals, they're still your team. They're still your team. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. Okay, sorry. No, no, no. Sorry, that's just me. Just yeah. amazing. They're just so much fun to watch. They yeah. Even their defence <laughs> is exciting, you know. Usually you don't say that about defence, but the way they played the other night, it was just incredible. Yeah, and... Uh, Attack-wise, they play a little bit different. They've got players that can do things that other players don't don't do, and they they're unconventional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too. You know, Jordan yeah. Parner, he'll run over there, and then yeah. he'll come back over here, and then he'll run back up there, yeah. and he's breaking tackles the whole time. Yeah, he might go forward ten meters, yeah. but he's run fifty. That's what worries teams like the Storm. You know, precisely. It's hard, against, to, uh, it's hard to defend against that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not what you're meant to do. No. Uh, that's why the Warriors bother the Storm as mm-hmm. well because mm-hmm. they do unconventional things. So, um, what it has done. He's brought the storm back a little bit. It's elevated the Raiders. And now we've got a situation where we go, okay, I thought it was the Cowboys. Then it was the Broncos. And now Canterbury are hanging around. The Sharks are on the wall. Like, who's going to win this competition? Yeah, incredible. But you know what it's also done is it's really brought all of the fans into it. I think it's just um, this final series is just going to be so exciting. And I think to get uh, 15,000 fans out at Canberra on a Monday night, there was – so I'm from Wagga and I had a lot all over my social media where people travelling, leaving work early from Wagga and then travelling up to Canberra for the game just because – there's a reason to, you yeah. know. So to get there on a Monday night, it's just in, that was their highest home crowd of the season mm. on a Monday night. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, let's be fair, there's nothing going on in Wagga. Excuse me. <laughs> Romano's. There's plenty <laughs> going on. Romano's has gone into receivership. Oh, no. So not even Romano's is happening is, much what's anymore. The, what's the hotspot in Wagga now? Uh, I, I'm not sure. I haven't been back for a little while. Right. But I'm. David barniel has got a pub down there. Did we just say the Farrah? The, the Farrah. Farrah. Yeah, yeah, Farrah's always It's good. a hotter spot in Wagga. It there is. you go. You heard it here first. Slater and Gordon are bringing you this Big League Magazine's Run to the Final podcast. We're round 24. Give Slater and Gordon a call. The number is one 800 555